Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. Look, if you're a guy who's thinking in terms of, I want to be let's say, churning through a lot of women, I want to be getting lots of one-night stands or getting lots of these sexual adventures, then in the initial stages, it may, may seem like the, the metrics don't stack up. And it's like that I have to do hundreds of hours of practice or let's say hundreds of impressions with different people, different women, and then I need to go on X number of dates for that to translate into a sexual experience. And then we say goodbye and then we do that again and again and again. Yeah, for a lot of guys, that will be too much effort and it won't really align with what their actual needs are. Now, of course, at some point in a man's life, that is probably going to be something that he would wish to explore at least, whether or not he does. And as someone who's you know certainly explored that type of lifestyle in various cycles throughout the years, you know, I know that it has a lot of excitement and sexual variety and all sorts of fun stuff to it, but it's not generally an end in of itself, right? Like we don't learn the arts of communication, seduction, cold approach, dating, sexual skill, necessarily so that we remain perpetually single and every day we need to go out and spend an hour approaching and an hour on a date to feed this endless kind of pickup addiction or whatever. It's more looking at it like, I need to develop a skill set and a degree of confidence and competency when it comes to the opposite sex in order to have relationships of any type. So on the, if that means on the front end that I need to invest a large amount of time and effort over, let's say, a relatively small length of time, then that is ultimately worth it. Because what that means is once we, once you do have this capability, it is like, you know, you can get rusty, you can feel more and less social and more or less confident. Confidence not is not a static state. You don't just hit it one day and you feel confident forever. But when you have enough reference experiences or you have had sex, you've had some relationships, you've, you're used to the process of going on dates yeah, you understand the general steps that it takes at the end of the day to come in and make something happen and lead to the bedroom. And particularly if you have competency sexually, right? Because this is one of the hacks that certainly like puts you ahead of the, you know, the alphas or, or, or much of the competition if we're only trying to line ourselves up against these immutable characteristics of looks, height, race, you know, money or status, for example, that there are things that can shift your market value absolutely it is not set in stone you are not certainly not yet you know we're not at birth printed with our you know you are alpha you're beta brave new world style or whatever many of the metrics which we think are extremely important are not nearly as important as other metrics which i'll discuss shortly which ultimately are the ones that a woman is going to decide whether she wants to be with you and importantly if she wants to continue to be with you so why is it worth it because unlike you know the market market it's unlikely that you'll have been, I don't know, studying very hard or working very hard. And then one day, a single thing happens where you get a promotion that 10Xs your, your income or where you go from, you know, one socioeconomic bracket to a class above basically instantly, where one person just turns a key for you and, and then the world is your oyster. When it comes to the sexual markets, that is the case, right? Because you can be a guy that is let's say, out of the sexual market, but consistently engaging with it, which is the guy that is saying hi to women, that is going on dates, that is asking women out in whatever way he can, using whatever, whatever skills or strategies that he has developed or is trying to develop. And you can go from 
being completely celibate and alone and technically out of the market to that night being deep in the market based on the decision of, of a single female, right? So, and it's not just roll the dice, complete random chance, right? It's if I was to just roll up to random women on the street and just say the random first thing on my mind and have no structure or no understanding of what I'm trying to do or no understanding of what the female emotional process is like or whatever, then yeah, I could kind of, you know, randomly stab in the dark kind of indefinitely and possibly get almost no results. So, you know, this is why myself and other companies and other teachers over the years have developed systems, processes, and ways to, to move through this so we can improve our percentages, right? So that there are better and worse ways to start a conversation. There are better and worse ways to engage a woman and let her know that you have romantic intent for her. There, there are ways to ask her out on dates. There are types of actions on dates that are going to tend to be conducive to being feeling more cozy and aroused than others, right? So yes, we, yes, we want to learn specific skill sets, but it is ultimately comes down to a decision that this is an important thing to do for me to continually step into the market, right? For me to continually cold call, not again, so that I have to do that every day for the rest of my life so I can get a girlfriend, right? Uh, so I can be dating, so I can have this Thursday where I'm going to spend some time with a lovely lady and see if we can get something happening. And when you do that enough, and enough is not years and years and years, enough is whatever it is dozens or a hundred attempts, then we can find ourselves very quickly in a situation where we have jacked or hacked or smacked the, the sexual market, right? The one that says that everyone matches up with their exact level of attractiveness and level of muscles and money and whatever, and it filters down the line. I know for a fact that is not the case when we step outside of the sexual markets that are just kind of static, right? Okay. So within a subgroup or a social group, if no one's approaching anyone really and they, they only meet up in, in kind of social situations at a party or events or things that they're, you know, practicing together or studying together or whatever, and there's no, there's no movement in or out of that bubble socially, then yeah, often people will kind of match up based on those, those metrics, right? That the, the cute couple will get together and the less cute couple will get together and so on. But when you, um, you are a man that understands that there are millions of these little social markets and that they, they do and can intersect and we can step into other people's markets. And if we have something to offer, which is actually inherently deeply valuable to the woman, then this is going to allow you to take steps up, right? It means that you can date outside your lead. It means that you can end up with a woman that is more attractive than you and potentially has other options. I mean, attractive women always have other options, but that she can choose you because you emotionally arouse her, because you show good leadership, because you're fun to be around, because you treat her well, but you're not a doormat, you know, because you make her laugh, right? <laughs> like, because you fuck her extremely well. Take note on that. Like, there is, there is so much margin for error that a man can have if he gives a woman deep sexual pleasure because so many men, if not most of them, are not very good at sex. They either don't know or they don't care or they think they know uh, and they're sexually arrogant and they're not willing to learn. So there are these different you know, metrics, which we'll go into a bit more detail now, which can totally affect things. But again, it's really important to note that, okay, if, if, I, if I choose to bow out of this, the long-term effects of this are really brutal. 
If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. I was at a conference just last week, actually, in, in Romania, speaking at one of these dating conferences. I haven't done that for a few years. And uh, so I get to meet a lot of a lot of guys. There was 60 guys there, I think. And, you know, in the breaks, having chats with people, coming up and asking me questions. And I got approached by two separate older gentlemen in their 60s. And they told me a bit about their stories. And they were kind of heartbreaking. There's one guy in particular who basically said, I've been coming to events like this for over 10 years. And I haven't gotten any better. And I've never been in a relationship. And he was in his 60s. He wasn't unattractive. It was, he, had, he was fine. But, he, but he'd spent his entire life single and alone. And he had been coming to learn from people, but I just, you know, he told me this and I said, do you ask women out on dates? And he said, no. And I was like, do we need to continue this conversation? I mean, I can, I think you know where I'm going with this. It was brutal because like, he, he knew it as well, right? Like where it was like, the fact of the matter was whether he had less or more advantages or he wasn't around women growing up or whatever, he had chosen the passive action of not taking the risk to go out into the markets and try and attempt to sell his wares. He just, and so he's trying to learn all this theory and he spent years in these kind of communities, you know, gaining whatever conceptual concepts or some support or whatever, you know, brotherhood or whatever he got from it. But what he wasn't getting was whatever that internal motivation was that would allow him to just go and ask somebody fucking out. And as a result, most of his life has passed alone. That stuff, that stuff hurts when I hear it, you know, because it's like I, I, because it's not like something which is, there's an earthquake in your city and it ruins your livelihood and it's an act of God and there's nothing we could have done about it. It's like a month, a year, a decade, a lifetime can pass and you can be stripped of and miss out on all of these human things. I was going to say wonderful, but they're not always wonderful, but it's like the truly human experiences that we do need, right? And anyone who's telling you that you don't need women and that you're better off without them, yeah, you're better off without, without some of them. Some of them are not good, but you're not better off without all of them. Perhaps there's like the, the odd exception of a person who is a real kind of, I don't know, asexual monk type to whom or who's like so devoted to their art or the, to their work or something where they get all their fulfillment from that and from their friends or something, but most men not. Most men need the warmth and embrace of a woman. They want to be cuddled. They want to be loved. They want to be kissed. They want to be encouraged and told they're cool and awesome. Uh, you know, they want to be cooked for. They want to have someone who's bright and cheery chatting to them. Uh, they want to be able to go and do things with that partner to experience the world and other people together and to be parts of, you know, social communities and perhaps to build something together. Or at least to be like side by side with somebody experiencing this period of our life together. And if that's from 23 to 27 or whatever time, and then there's a heartbreaking breakup, which can exhibit in all sorts of ways. It can be that people drift apart or someone cheats. 
or someone's just not falls out of love or the facts of life just mean that we it just won't work because someone needs to move to another country or, or whatever. Okay, so those things inevitably come as part of being, you know, someone who is in the sexual markets as a, as being a guy who is exploring and growing and meeting and dating is that yeah, it's not it's not like I get the girl and then happily ever after. Very very uncommon, but it can be happily together for for some amount of time and then try and there's ways to kind of minimize the the not fun bits at the end. And yeah, don't be naive and don't, you know, marry a gold digger or you know, jump straight into relationships where or have relationships creep up on you where you've lost control or where you're at someone's beck and call or where someone has control over your finances or someone can leverage the law against you. Right? Yeah, like all of those things can be worked around. You can just have a girlfriend and not move in and not sh- not share bills and not be considered de facto. You can be aware that a woman and a man, a woman or a man, can certainly cheat and move on to other partners and that that will happen to you probably at some point in, in your life and it will be extraordinarily painful and it can be really brutal and then you will experience it as one of the things of being a man. Right? One, of the, one of the integral experiences of life is loss and heartbreak and betrayal. We can't really avoid those things or if we do avoid them, then uh, we're left with this you know, what are we left with? It's like, okay, if I'm going to try and protect myself in every single way, I'm not going to take any risks so that no one can hurt me or lie to me or cheat, whatever, then okay, I'm isolated. Then I'm running around inside my own mind and I'm not nourished by all of the other positive things that's going to come from, you know, being with a woman. I'm really grateful to the women that I dated when I first started doing this, like when I think back, many of whom I would not date now. And I didn't, you know, on metrics that I look at now, they weren't attractive enough or interesting enough or sexy enough or whatever for me to choose to be with them now. But at that point, it was really necessary for me to just get on any date that I could, any way that I could. That's the way I perceived it because I, I need to get good at this, this interplay between the masculine and feminine. I need to understand the idiosyncrasies and the, and the mechanics of of leadership and of, of effective dating and of escalation and the types of conversation that seems to work uh, better with women and so on. And, and I didn't think of it, even at that time, I didn't think of it like, oh, I wasted this evening because I spent three hours or whatever with a woman that wasn't perfect for me and we didn't have sex. So therefore, you know, that approach, that texting, that going on the date was all wasted time. No, I mean, you can think of it like practicing any craft. Okay, if you if you want to become good at anything, music, skiing, woodworking, coding, whatever, you have to put in lots of hours and practice where during that period of time, you're not getting the end result, right? You can't play the symphony and you can't ski down a black diamond run uh, and you can't write an AI code or whatever, but you are developing the skill set. And there are, it's not only the skill set that you're learning, you're learning all the other correlating aspects, you're learning coordination. You're learning concentration. You're learning problem solving. You're learning how to handle the very common frustrations that come up, especially at the beginning of learning something, where you where you may end up being frustrated half the time, you know, a lot of the time, because you come up to the edge of your current limitations, and then we we get to work with and play with what does this mean for the way that I'm going to solve things? What kind of mindsets? What kind of ability do I have to pick myself up again and shake myself off and clear my mind and, and start again? And, and in, the, you know, in the mating and dating uh, practice periods, 
just being, just having FaceTime one-on-one with a woman and also socially, you know, in social groups as well, but spending time where you are just being with a woman is in and of itself valuable. For so many men, they have very limited hours of that, right? They like, it is hard to, if you've never spoken to a woman in your life, to roll up on the street and try to learn about what this creature is, these, this other species, in real time whilst trying to be relaxed and cool and whilst trying to pick them up, right? Okay, that's, that's a lot to try and do in, in, a, in a single interaction. But when you, when you get to, okay, you do that for a number of times until someone says yes, spending a couple of hours sipping tea, going for a walk and, and asking her about herself and telling, you about, telling her about you and trying to hold her hand and seeing how she responds to your presence and see how you can affect her mood by the way you affect your mood, by your vibe, by your relaxation, by the cadence of your speech. There is so much that you are learning by being in that situation. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.